All right, here's the update on February 2018 and what happened in that month. I was previously calling these my experiment check-ins, but I'm dropping the experiment label because I am all in on this business building, personal development, human potential thing that I am up to. I don't know, maybe the experiment, maybe calling it an experiment was a hedge. Maybe that was a way of not fully owning, just ownership is becoming a bigger and bigger theme in my work. Right now, it's kind of the central theme. Maybe I wasn't wanting to completely own that when I was announcing that I was doing this sabbatical thing in December. But the way I'm looking at it now, or maybe this is something I've just learned since then, is... Well, actually, the primary reason that I took this sabbatical from Red Hat was to be able to fully focus on this stuff. And maybe I was calling it an experiment because I wasn't sure where it was going to go. I had a sense where it could go. I still have a sense it's going somewhere. We don't know where it's going to be at the end of October or so. And we don't know. Heck, none of us knows exactly what's going to happen tomorrow. So uh, we might have an idea. So, anyway, what I learned then and since is that kind of straddling both worlds, in other words, being with Red Hat and the responsibilities I had there, and then also trying to do these things at the same time, it was, it was just, there was just a fragmentation, split focus, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, I am just continuing to completely love the 100% focus and dedication I can give to my coaching clients to new people I'm meeting, uh, to new things I'm working on in terms of creating. Yeah, so just loving that focus. So anyway, so we're just going to have these monthly updates. I don't know how long they're going to run. I guess as long as I have something interesting to share and I can get them out in a timely enough fashion, we will continue doing them, but not committing to it. Anyway, here's the update on February. What happened in February? What did I work on in February? Well, as I mentioned, I continued working with coaching clients. I continued fully ramping up to a coaching program that I'm participating in in the local prison. This thing is fantastic. I think I mentioned it earlier how this came about. A couple weeks ago, Was the there was a graduating class of entrepreneurs. So a group of people that signed up for the ignition option. So if you're a, a Portland local... This is run through an organization called A Social Ignition. And so they had their presentation day. And so I went to that, uh, met some of the guys that are proposing different businesses they want to build. And then um, after that, had the kickoff of the coaching that will take place every other week. And so a morning every other week, I spend there doing one-on-one coaching and really, really enjoying it and inspired by it. If this idea sounds a little wacky or kind of like, wait a minute, John, what are you doing? <laughs> There's a new book that just came out that I highly recommend. It will kind of punch you in the face and in a positive way, if that's possible, and make you think, especially around the idea of forgiveness. 
It's the, the title of the book is called A Second Chance for You, for Me, and for the Rest of Us. It's by Catherine Hoke. I believe she goes by Cat. And she started a program, I think probably before the one that I'm working with. She started, it, it's with an organization called The Five Ventures. And uh, Seth Godin helped her get this book out. And I was fortunate enough to get a free copy from the guys over at the podcast Marketing Over Coffee. So John Wall in their newsletter monthly thing said, hey, if you want to copy this book, let me know. They had 10 or 20 copies to give away. And so I wrote back and said, hey, I'm doing something like that. I'd love a copy of the book. So they sent me one. I'm reading it. I could see us definitely having some future podcasts on this. So anyway, if you're intrigued by this idea of entrepreneurial programs in prison, what is that all about? How does that make any sense? I think her book will clearly answer that question for you. So recommend reading that. So then other things I was up to in February, continuing to kind of wrap up the focus of my messaging, which then started to spill into several website page refreshes and updates, as well as uh, getting really, really clear on the different offerings that I'm going to be doing one-on-one with people that want to do coaching. So uh, more on that in a little bit. But what did I learn in the month of February? Well, I think I mentioned the first one, which is just just getting really clear and clear and clear about what I'm up to, what I'm doing. Uh, again, by putting Red Hat kind of in the back burner and not having any commitments there, just really just continuing to see the benefits of just having just a break, just a complete break from the environment and responsibilities I had there. And then just getting really, really clear of like what I'm up to, what I'm about, and also seeing new ways that I can help people and engage with them. Probably the biggest lesson and learning that I saw in February was the entrepreneurial roller coaster that everyone talks about. Oh my gosh, this thing is so for real, I can't even tell you. I, there were some days I think I felt somewhat crazy in the sense that people talk about the highs being high and the lows, lows. Oh my goodness. So, you know, I'm pretty much stayed with my morning routine. I get up at five, between 5.30 and 6, some mornings 5, have some coffee, do a little reading, and I dive into things. And, you know, using that first part of the day to get the deep, concentrated thinking stuff done has continued to be valuable. So anyway, it wasn't unusual to be writing something or reworking a web page or something and to think, Look at this. I can't believe that I created this. This is this is super solid. This is great. Or thinking about different ways that I could create my coaching packages that would be helpful to people and thinking, whoa, this is great. And this is how much I'm going to charge. And wow, this this looks totally viable. And then the crazy part being probably nothing short of like two hours or three hours later, feeling completely the opposite. Uh, and a lot of times it was triggered by nothing. In other words, it wasn't I'd gotten feedback on something I'd written and someone said, yeah, this is kind of weird. Don't get it. Or uh, this this needs a lot of work. It was it was it was my own like personal 
gremlins and self-sabotage saying, oh, what are you thinking? Like, were you high this morning? I mean, nobody's going to buy this. Nobody's going to want this. It could be years before you make any progress on this stuff. And then to reach out, maybe get some help or perspective from my coach or someone else. And then a day later, uh, much more centered, maybe not as high, not as low, but then just seeing the cycle continuing to repeat itself. So a, a key learning here is, yeah, it happens. Yeah, you can't take it too seriously. And I think something that really helped me get through it was realizing that this this too shall pass. It's normal. It's going to happen. You can try to work around it or kind of blunt the impact when you start to see the when I start to see the signs of it. But it's all part of the process. So manage it as best you can. Is it go for a walk? Is it take a break? Is it blow off the whole day? Some of it, again, is it's just a learning experience of, of finding out when you need to do what. Speaking of blowing off the whole day. So I think I mentioned earlier on that one of the things I was really looking forward to doing as part of this time off time off. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's time, time off of Red Hat, but like in terms of time off, I am seriously, I am, it's a regular work day every day. I was expecting and hoping to go skiing and the weather was especially warm in January and February. And then all of a sudden, middle of February, boom, we got some snow. Anyway, long story short, I was going into Friday and I was just spinning my wheels. The gremlins were screaming and I think I was probably burned out and didn't realize it. And my wife said, hey, if there's snow in the mountains, why don't we take our son out of school and why don't we go get a a hotel in Hood River, which is about an hour and a half east of Portland and about 30 minutes or 40 minutes from the little ski slope we like to go to. It's like, why don't we just go skiing? We'll stay in the hotel Friday and Saturday night, maybe even Sunday. We'll get out of town. We all need a reset. Let's do it. And I'm I'm getting better at being spontaneous. It took me probably about an hour to get my... This is around 8 or 9 in the morning. It took me about an hour to wrap my head around, okay, let's see. I don't have any clients today. And this thing I was working on, nothing's due. And I'm up to date on all my email mostly. Uh, oh, I'm supposed to have a call at 4.30. But uh, okay, let's go. I'll reschedule that call or we'll, maybe I'll take her from the hotel. Anyway, that was the best thing ever. It took about a day and a half to completely unwind and kind of get back to center. Uh, but we ended up going skiing for a day. Then the next day we went to this super cool air and auto museum in Hood River, Oregon. Highly recommended. It's called WAM, W-A-A-M. They have 350 airplanes, combination of airplanes and autos, antiques, and they all run. So all the planes are flown, all the cars run. It was, it's been like four hours there. It was super interesting, not that expensive. So highly recommend that. And one other takeaway from this idea of just getting out of town is I'm, I'm playing around with the idea of potentially trying to build that into every month. So maybe once every month, trying to go somewhere or do something, maybe overnight, maybe just one overnight. Um, but get out of town at least overnight once a month or maybe every couple months could be a good thing to do it. A good thing to schedule, even if I don't think I need it. Cause 
that's what tends to happen is I tend to go, go, go. And then it's like, oh, we should have scheduled something. So having it on the calendar and, and building that in could be a win there. It's been interesting too to see the assumptions. We all have assumptions about different things, but some a lot of times they're not conscious. Really being, you hear this this phrase over and over again, you know, that I think it's we overestimate how much we can get done in a day and underestimate how much we can do in a year. It's so true. They have the highest expectations about, oh, you know, I should be able to write up this coaching package today and it ends up taking three or four because I have to keep iterating on it and I need breaks. Anyway, but yet when it's done, it's done and it's turned out pretty good. So expectations, they are expectations and assumptions can be funny things. So I've learned that. Uh, Learned the value of getting on the phone with people. I think I mentioned that last time. Uh, I think I'm going to do a separate podcast on this, but it's just, I keep talking about this, this, this term inkling, like having an inkling. So reading, I was reading a book, another really interesting book that's nobody's rarely, I've, I've never heard anyone in the circles or that I'm in talk about it. It's called One From Many, Visa and the Rise of Chaotic Organization by a man named D, D-E, Hawk, H-O-C-K. Highly recommend this book too, which will be probably another podcast or seven unto its own. Anyway, as I was reading this book, there's some scary parallels in in this book is like about how Visa, so Visa, the credit card thing, how it came into being in the 70s, in the late 60s and 70s. And it's got the whole open source culture thing written all over it. This guy's idea of having an organization where nobody is completely in charge and people work collaboratively with nobody in charge. And anyway, it's just fascinating to see the parallels the open source software that would develop that were maybe developing in parallel or after this time. I don't know. I just, it was just really interesting. So anyway, I thought of someone that I've worked with long ago and I was like, Oh my gosh, they would like this book. I should talk to them. And so we had a great conversation and they gave me some new ideas. And again, it was just like, I was reading this book. I was like, who can I share this book with? Gave me the idea of this person. I contacted them. I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about. We had a great conversation. So do that. Follow those inklings, even if you aren't sure where they're going to go. That's kind of a a nice follow-on to the podcast I did earlier about, you know, even when visibility is limited or you feel like you need more information before you can move, a good portion of the time you really do just need to move to get the information that you think you need. Another thing I learned was that just about anything can inform you. <laughs> so I did a fun, so eventually I need to rebrand this podcast. It, I think it needs to have a more descriptive name than the John Polster show, because obviously it's not very self-descriptive, but I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, so I've been, I was looking for ways to, to get some different names and came out of a coaching session was the idea of, you know, recording yourself. And so... <laughs> You might try this if, to shake shake loose some ideas. What I did was I turned on a, a voice recorder and I went for a walk near the co-working space, the office space that I have. And I just riffed on 
anything that I saw. It was totally, it was kind of funny and kind of comical. Uh, I, you know, I'm playing around with this idea of ownership. And so I would add ownership to the front or back of different phrases. And I just recorded as I walked. And then when I got back, I processed the audio and then used this little plugin to take out the gaps, the silence, so that it kind of shrunk because I just had the tape rolling forever. Anyway, so I, you know, Chipotle grill ownership or BMW ownership or dumpster ownership or, um, you know, own your life like a dumpster. Or <laughs> I just walked around and just made up funny things. I was thinking, hoping like something really powerful was going to come out of this. I captured everything in a document and I have a list of possible names, but I haven't done anything. Well, nothing popped, but that's okay. That was just kind of the first iteration. So anyway, that might be something you want to try or, bo- or borrow from. One of the best learnings of the past month was feedback. Feedback is a gift. An old boss I had and used to always say that feedback is a gift. And I thought that was kind of cheesy sometimes, but it's really true. So I'm seeing this come out in coaching. I've talked about this before, but it came up a couple of times where we'll work with uh, some of my clients where we kind of got into the area of, yeah, this isn't working for me or uh, your coaching isn't as effective as I need it to be or And I just cannot say enough about the power of bringing this stuff up. It's scary. But part of being a good client, if there's such a thing in coaching, is being courageous and bringing up the scary stuff and basically speaking to exactly what is going on. Not second-guessing yourself, not saying, well, maybe I'm seeing it wrong. But in the same way that I often practice blurting out different things that strike me or different intuitive things that hit me, whether they're they're right or on or off, doesn't matter. It's the action of, oh, this just popped into my mind. I'm going to share it. I encourage clients to do the same thing. So this took us, well, with a couple different situations, took us into some totally new and different areas and involved some really crazy exercises with me as one of the primary participants. So... We ended up in a situation where, okay, this approach isn't working for me. Okay, what could work? What could that look like? And that led us to run an experiment that involved me being much more involved in their lives than I normally am for a whole week to see what we learned from it. Still haven't seen the results from the experiment, but I'm totally looking forward to, I learned some things through doing it. I strengthened some muscles and it'll be curious to find out what they experience from it too. So, and then another conversation with another person about some ideas that they had. And anyway, I just cannot tell you the value here, whether it be from in a relationship, coaching can be, is a relationship, bringing up those things of, hey, this isn't quite working. You don't have to know why, but just speaking to what's going on can be really powerful. So, That was a great learning. So again, I can't say it enough. If something's not working or you think it could be working better and you're working with a coach in particular, bring it up. If the coach can't hear it, you shouldn't be working with them. Like there's, in other words, my commitment as a coach is I will 
thoughtfully hear, acknowledge, and consider what you say, I will look for ways that we can make it better. And we'll take it from there. But if you're working with someone that can't hear the feedback, then I would question how deep you're really going to be able to go with that person. And I think I've shared this before, but I'll share it again in my own work with a coach. Uh, so one of the, the the key foundations of the program that I went through was around personal transformation. The idea that coaching is not about necessarily you know, helping you make, stay accountable and do the things that you're, you're going to do and helping you meet your commitments. It is, but it's, but at a bigger level, it's about being transformed as a person. And so <laughs> after hearing this several times and me being kind of the skeptical person that I can be, I took it to a coaching session and said to my coach, you know, CTI, the Coaches Trading Institute, talks about all this stuff around, you know, that this is, personally transformational and that people are being transformed. I said, I don't feel transformed by our coaching. Now, I didn't, I say that a little flippantly, but I wasn't flippant with her per se, but I, and it was, it was a little scary to say, because I didn't know how she was going to take it. But the best thing came out of it. We talked a little bit about, well, what would, what was so valuable about it was clarifying, well, clarifying terms, clarifying expectations, talked about that a little bit ago. And then getting really clear, like, well, what would it look like to be transformed? How would you know if you are? Um, And from her, okay, would you like me to turn up the heat? That's a lot of times where transformation comes from. (laughs) And I had to, (laughs) that put me back on my heels a little bit because I had to say, hmm, let's see, do I want you to challenge me more? Hmm. And ultimately, I I decided, yeah, I do. Like, was like, well, hello, why are you doing this work if you don't want to be changed and you don't want to get as much as you can out of it? And it wasn't but a month or two later that I went back to her and said, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm being transformed. I am showing up completely different in some of these situations at work in ways that I never did before. And it's scary and it's thrown things off balance. and we're seeing some positive results. This is amazing. And again, that that all came from me saying and having that scary conversation of, I'm not sure if this is working or I think we could be doing better or something's missing. So that's what I learned. And what am I going to do next? What's up for next month? So I'm continuing to work on this idea of theming the months, which I stole from Mike Vardy. He's going to be on a future episode, hopefully soon. It's recorded. We just have to uh, publish it. So this this idea of theming may make more sense after you listen to that. So just to recap, so January's theme was administrative, foundation building, launching, getting rolling. February was carrying on from January in terms of getting my messaging clear and um, what am I about? And then taking that and moving, merging that into a form of, okay, so how, if, if this is who I am and this is my message and this is what I'm about, how am I going to do that with people in the form of coaching, consulting, mentoring? And so that made some good progress 
and made its way into some of the web pages and PDFs and information I'll share with people after we have our first conversation together. Um, yeah, by the way, on that note, some of the information about my coaching is on my website, but a lot of it is, it's so experiential. Now, probably eventually I need to get some videos and some other stuff out there. Right now, I'm really just focused on having conversations with people. So if you've listened to this and you're like, yeah, this coaching thing sounds kind of weird or, but John, you're, you're kind of interesting to me for some reason. That's cool. Let's have a conversation. Or if you just want to, maybe you're skeptical. You could be, you could range any across the the gamut here from skeptical to like, I can't wait to find a coach or uh, let me try this out. So anyway, try it out. It could be on the, it it could be, uh, I'm having this, this situation at work that's totally stressing me out that I can't figure out how to solve. It could be, uh, I want to make this relationship better, but I have no idea how to own all of the parts that are mine and make it better. It could be, I need to buy a new car, but I can't decide how to go about doing that. It could be, I need more time. I need more money. Well, whatever the case may be, let's have a conversation. So right now there's some stuff on my website about doing coaching with me, but in terms of the costs and the packages and what it all looks like, Right now, I'm finding that the best way to get all that information out there is to talk to people and and to talk it through. And again, the point of doing that is is not to, you know, create this perfectly constructed uh, captive audience or, you know, the the timeshare hostage situation where you have to listen to the presentation and you can't leave. Uh, That's not the goal. The goal is just to make sure that I'm kind of, well, one, that you're experiencing me. You're experiencing like what coaching can kind of look like. And then we're able to just kind of walk through what it would look like to have an extended uh, working relationship together. So continuing to reform, refine my message, what goes on the website, all that kind of stuff. And then March, we'll be wrapping that stuff up. March, I'm titling promotion. That's kind of the theme of March. So we had January, which was lay the foundation, get rolling. February was get the messaging clear and March is now let's start promoting that message. So promotion will probably look like, I don't know, maybe, maybe recording some type of, uh, clearer offer of coaching on this podcast. It might look like, well, it's definitely, I need to fix LinkedIn and create a Facebook page and do some more website work and, who knows what else? Um, maybe even a, some type of an offer to increase email signups. So I have an email list. It's not that big. Uh, right now it's used solely to send out updates about the podcast. So if you sign up for my, my mailing list, you'll get an email every time there's a new podcast or a new blog post. I haven't done blog posts in a year or more because I really love this podcasting medium. That could change. Eventually, I do want to shift the mailing list to be more of a important newsletter types. Not a newsletter, but you know, like here are the here are the best things that I came across this month or that I'm learning or the things that will help you. That's all out in the future. But anyway, so the theme for March is promotion. So start promoting my message, myself, my stuff. <laughs> and see what happens from there. I'm also thinking there there could be some iteration here. 
So in other words, say March is a promotion month and in the month of March as I'm promoting things and and getting things out into the world, I'm going to probably, I will get feedback if I'm doing it right. And that feedback could also send me through another iteration. So it could be that April is refining messaging and offers. And then May is another round of promotion. Or it could be something else. Not sure yet. So that's about as far as I can see out into the future. Um, If you have ideas, feedback, again, want to have a conversation, send me an email. I'd love to do it. You know, in the same way that, you know, the John Wall on Marketing Over Coffee said, hey, I've got these 10 books to give away. Send me an email and I'll send you the book. Uh, I'm doing the same thing here. Just throwing it out to the world. I'm sure some people are thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're doing this. That won't scale. Well, you know what? I'm going to do it until it won't scale. So if you want to test me on this and be like, yeah, but is this John Polster guy really for real? Will he really write back? It's only one way to find out. So give it a try. Thanks for listening to The John Polster Show. Notes, links, and all that other good stuff for this episode are at johnpolster.com slash podcast. If you have questions or ideas around the podcast, send those to podcast at johnpolster.com. 